You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 34. It's your man E Dub back again. What's this? Three three days in a row? <laughs> almost we're almost a daily podcast, but we are back in the building, man, discussing a Hawks victory. A Hawks victory today. Uh, Hawks take care of business over the Miami Heat, uh, giving Nate McMillan his uh, his first win as, as interim head coach, I guess you can say. But he does move to 3-1 and one in the games that he has coached. So salute to him. Salute to the guys playing in probably not the best of circumstances, but uh, they went out there, they did what they had to do, and they got the W. So salute to the Hawks for that. They win ninety four to eighty in a game that um, look, man, you play you play better in the fourth. You play better in the fourth, and that makes a difference. Your stars play better in the fourth. That makes a difference. So we're gonna talk about all of that jazz, man. But first things first. Um. We are going to uh, let's do let's do let's do keys to the game. We'll start with keys to the game. We'll do the housekeeping on the back end. Um, also, if you're new to the podcast, we'll go into the brief recap a little bit later, as well as player of the game, um, Fab Five, and um, good, the bad, and the ugly. So, um, 
Keys to the game. If you are new to the podcast, one thing that I do is on my Twitter account, on the Hawksbeat Twitter account, I do a uh, just keys to the game before the game. I was kind of rushing, but had I had to do a um, a radio hit. Shout out to my guy Jonathan Simmons. Had me on the Real Talk Sports Show today, uh, just talking a little Hawks business, and um, you know, just with the firing of Lloyd Pierce and the hiring of Nate McMillan. What is going to be going on? And let me do this. Before I get into the keys of the game, let me just address the article that was put out today by Chris Kirshner. Uh, I think Shams Garcia and uh, I think David Aldridge was on the piece. I think he, he had a byline on the piece as well. But there was a piece in the, in, in the Athletic talking uh, pretty much about Lloyd Pierce and the idea of him being fired was because... He probably lost the locker room. Um, there were some, um, of course, some uh, so unnamed sources that said, you know, Trey and Lloyd had some friction between the two. And Trey didn't agree with some of the things that Lloyd did as far as coaching was concerned. Um, he didn't uh, like some of the things coach said post game about um, the Hawks lack of effort. Um, there was a situation where John didn't like some of the things that um, Coach Pierce said about him after the one game where he said, you know, we don't really run plays for John. You know, <clears throat> it, it was a whole lot in the article. The, 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 the main players that were mentioned in the article was Trey. It was John. It was Cam Reddish. And uh, I think those are the main three that were mentioned in the article. And then there's sources saying that a number of players, right? So that the, they they uh, preface the statement by saying, you know, certain players, and but they don't name the certain players. And of course, you know, you don't name the sources. So you, um, you know, I, and again, I stand by Chris's reporting, and especially if you bring in guys like Shams and if Aldridge is on the piece, you know, then you know it has the utmost credibility, in my opinion. So it's not saying that anything is false, but um, you do have to wonder how easily they get this information after they fire Coach Pierce. You know, it, is an, is it an assistant feeding them this stuff? Like, who's who's your source? How convenient is it for you, for the Hawks, to have this stuff come out for, um, you know, how convenient is it for this stuff to come out kind of painting Lloyd in a, not necessarily, not necessarily the best of light, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. And, and if that's the case where, you know, you've lost locker room and um, you needed a new voice and, and that's, you know, that's what they felt they had to do. That's what they did. You know, it, it's it's. It's water under the bridge now. It's water under the bridge. And it is amazing. It is amazing to me how people are still talking about this. Like, it's a new day. Turn the page. Like, get over it. <laughs> I, I got a text from one of my buddies in the media. I won't mention her name. And they were like, yo, they're still talking about this on Twitter. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Because, like, you know, I got home. You know, I took a nap. You know, helped my kids with their homework. And, like, cats was still going, like, back and forth. Like, I don't know why folks are so dug in. Like, I don't, I don't understand why folks are so dug in on this issue. <laughs> but, nevertheless, you know, it is what it is, man. But, um, just wanted to post it out there. If you do have an athletic subscription, uh, I'm sure you've probably already read it. But, here's the thing. 
if you don't have an athletic uh, uh, subscription, man, you need to go get one because those people put in work, man. They, they it is worth the money. I think it's like maybe sixty or something bucks a year or whatever, but it is worth the money, man. It's worth the money. So let's go back and recap, recap uh, my pregame keys to the game. So uh, first key, I said take advantage of the inside presence. John Collins usually plays well in his home state. I said Collins and Capella should be the advantage. Hawks would do good to try to get those points in the paint. So the points in the paint tonight were kind of awash. The, the Heat actually had more points in the paint. Heat's had the Heat the Heats. <laughs> the Heat had 30 points in the paint. The Hawks had 28. But John Collins did have another good night. Uh, the beginning of the game, he actually sat out the whole fourth quarter. And uh, it wasn't anything about him being hurt. Coach McMillan just, you know, really just praised him and said, look, man, it was a matchup thing. And, you know, he really praised him about being a supporter for his teammates while he was on the bench. You know, so uh, Hawks scored the Heat, outscored the Heat 31-14 in that fourth quarter. So, you know, it wasn't no need to really change anything because what you had out there was working. It was working. So. Um, credit for Nate to just, you know, keep those guys out there because he had it rolling, had it rolling. All right. Second key. Um, I said better perimeter defense. None and hero was a problem in game one. Contain those guys on the perimeter and you should be able to get a split. I think they did a great job. I think they did a great job on those two guys because they killed you in the first game, man. They killed you in the first game. And, um, I thought you did a better, I thought you did a better job. Guarding the defensive line. Look, man, Kendrick Nunn is not supposed to be carving y'all up the way he did that first game. He was 3 for 12 tonight, 0 for 4 from the from the three-point land, six points. You know, uh, Hero had it going in his, uh, uh, during a stretch. Maybe I, I think it was maybe during maybe like the third quarter or something. He had a little run, but he only had nine points. He was 3 of 12 shooting. So both of those guys, 3 of 12. Jimmy Butler wasn't playing, so um, that's why the Heat had 80 points. <laughs> that is why the Heat had 80 points. Uh, and finally, my last key, next man up. Hawks can't get outscored on the bench. 45-9 to nine and expect to win. Need better bench play. We'll discuss these and <laughs> I say we'll discuss these on the postgame podcast. Didn't mean to read that, but that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, this has just been a reoccurring theme. You're not going to win games if you don't have bench play, you know, bench uh, bench scoring. And the bench was much better in this game. Bench was much better in this game. Um, the scoring for the bench was, let me see if I can pull that up. Yeah, so the scoring for the bench was 28-22. to 22. Um, they, they still outscored the Hawks bench. But look, man, it's all right to get outscored, but you just can't have 45 to 9 like you did in game one. Um, it was good to see Bogdanovich, even though he only played 15 minutes. Listen, those four assists that he had were big assists. You know, he hits uh, two three pointers. I mean, one three pointer in the corner, hits another shot, finishes with. Um, Finishes with uh, five points on the night, and it was just good to see him out there. And I'm going to tell you, like I've said the whole time, man, the more bodies the Hawks get back, the better they're going to be. 
the better they're going to be. And, and like, that's why those who were proponents of just kind of letting this thing ride out a little bit was like, look, you know, you're going to have a better squad once these guys get get better. But if there was a case where there was friction within the locker room and there was friction within the the organization, I could definitely see them making a move. So going to hear from one of our sponsors real quick. On the other side, we are going to get into the game recap, followed a little bit later by Fab Five, Player of the Game, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Listen to the Hogsmeade Podcast, Episode 34, Shaman E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Hogsmeade Podcast, Episode 34, breaking down the Hawks' win over the Miami Heat, man. Let's get into this brief recap um, of course, everybody knows what was going on before the game. So, um, a lot for, you know, a team to really deal with, you know, a coaching change. I'm sure emotions were kind of all over the place for the team, be it good, be it bad, be it whatever, you know, still got to play a basketball game, still got to go out there and take care of business. And the fourth quarter, I mean, the first quarter was, was kind of, a listen, Nobody was was lighting things on fire. <laughs> Nobody was lighting things on fire by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Twenty three to seventeen in that first quarter. Uh, Tony Snell getting the Hawks off to a good start. He was three from three, three four three. Uh, all of his shots were three pointers. Nine points in that first quarter. Hawks shot forty five percent to the Miami Heat's twenty eight percent. <laughs> so they came out cold as ice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, nine nine early points for Tony Snell's. Good to see him get into the swing of things. And, and Bogdanovich, he was one of the first substitutes into the game. He logs four minutes and forty nine seconds into that first quarter. Doesn't put up a shot. He uh, he gets an assist, but uh, just his presence alone. I'm telling you. Just his presence alone. If he's, you know, I'm, I, I imagine that they're going to work him back slowly. Just his presence alone, what he can do with that second unit, is is it will will do wonders. Will do do wonders moving forward. So, uh, moving into the second quarter, it was much of the same, man. A very low scoring quarter. Um, Hawks actually win the quarter as well, twenty one to twenty. <laughs> you know they shoot thirty four percent. The Hawk, the Heat shoot forty six percent. Nobody's lighting anything on fire, guys. Like it was twenty one to twenty. And watching this game, it wasn't the most exciting of games to watch. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, Herder put in seven seven points in that quarter, but. Uh, yeah, man, it was a lot of. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't really fun to watch that 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 second quarter, man. But uh, Hawks go into the half on top, and that was uh, very promising. You know, very promising because um, you know you're on the road, you're on the road, and you want you want to make sure that you have things that you're keeping it close at the very least. Uh, it was obviously not the Heat's night, and that was very evident. It was very evident. So. Um, going into the half, the, the score was 44 to 37, you know, and that is so atypical tour in, in today's basketball game. And, and Trey Young didn't score his first bucket until 325 in the, in the second quarter. So, uh, Trey kind of got off to a slow start. You know, he, he was, he was getting his assists and he, he was, you know, he was active, you know, 
But I just thought it was very odd that uh, going into halftime, he only had two points. But as we'll see later on, things eventually got rolling for for Trey Young. Third quarter was when uh, the separation happened. Uh, the separation happened, and um, well, not necessarily a separation because Hawks they got up by as many as nine, I believe. I think nine was their biggest lead, but Miami Heat that's when they went on their little run in the third quarter. Um, they would win that quarter by 10 points, 29 to 19, and uh, a little bit of Tyler Hero, a little bit of Duncan Robinson. Both of those guys had nine points apiece. Hawks seemed a little bit out of sync. This quarter, they seemed a little bit out of sync, but you have to credit them for for keeping their composure and still fighting. You know, they they shot fifty percent from the field, so it wasn't a complete mix. But it wasn't a complete and utter just like collapse. It was just you know Miami kind of got on a little roll. You know, uh, they got up twenty one shots to the Hawks fourteen. I thought the Hawks defense wasn't good in the third quarter, and uh, I mean. <laughs> Again, basketball is simple, guys. You got to play good defense. You got to make good shots. <laughs> so, it, 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 yeah, I think that the turnovers played an issue in that third quarter. You had six turnovers in that third quarter. Six. And um, Miami, he had had zero. And that's pretty much the size of it. And, and when you turn the ball over six, cor- six times in a quarter, and uh, the other team doesn't turn it over zero, then you're gonna you're gonna have a, a ten point swing, and that's exactly what happened. So going into the fourth, the Hawks had the lead, um, and um, I mean I'm sorry, the Heat had the lead after three. Uh, the score was sixty six to sixty three, and uh, my homegirl Bria sent out a tweet to me and some of the other Hawks media. She's like, "What are you guys thinking through three point through three quarters?" And I said, "Listen." The game doesn't start until five minutes left in the fourth quarter. We've seen this thing too many times where the Hawks blow leads. And uh, (laughs) we've seen this story before, be it up, be it down, whatever the case. The game doesn't start until the fourth quarter. But um, by this time, the wheels just really fell off for Miami. Wheels fell off for Miami. Um the notes that what, what was oh, here Hawks bench scores 10 points in the first uh they score the first 10 points of the quarter you know so that second unit I talk about all the time giving the Hawks good minutes they gave the Hawks good minutes and you had bogey uh hit bogey with the five points in that quarter you had uh Gallinari hit a three um Okongu hit uh got a nice bucket and they just gave them good minutes they were good they were good minutes so when your starters came back in, they were fresh. They were ready to go to close things out. And then Trey went nuts. You know, Trey uh, hit three three-pointers. I believe he hit those in a row, you know. And uh, it just really stretched the lead to 10. And after that, it was academic. After that, it was academic. And, uh, again, John Collins doesn't play any minutes in the fourth quarter. But uh, they don't need it. They don't, they don't need it because um, – <clears throat> The, the the guys that was playing in his stead, I think he went with a lineup of Solomon Hill, Clint Capella, uh, Gallo got a little time. I think Tony Snell got a little time. But, um, yeah, man, you don't want to mess with what's working. You don't want to mess with what's working. So, Hawks get the W tonight. And um, 94 to 80, like 80 points in today's NBA <laughs> 
I'm not going to say that that's embarrassing, but hey, it, it is what it is, man. So uh, you don't apologize for wins. You don't apologize for losses and, and, I mean, wins in this league because they're hard to come by. They're hard to come by. Hawks have all five starters in double figures. I don't, I don't know the last time I've seen that. All five starters in double figures. So good effort tonight for the Hawks team and a, a good win for them. Um. All right. So now taking a look at the standings, um, Hawks have one more game until the All-Star break. Um, they take on the Orlando Magic on a back to back. So, um, look, definitely a winnable game. The Orlando Magic is the second worst team in the East, 13 and 22. Um, the Hawks are now 15 and 20. They are currently the 11th best team in the East, and they are exactly three, count it, three games from the fourth spot in the NBA Eastern Conference. <laughs> Let me read that again. The Hawks are exactly three games out from the four seed in the East. So, um, right now you have Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Those are your top three. They're probably going to jostle a little bit during the second half of the season. But this quagmire from four to actually even Hawks are 11, uh, 12, 13. Actually, all of these teams because the Hawks, they, they have teams that are on their backs as well. You have the Hawks with 15 wins, Cleveland and Washington, and Orlando with 13 wins, respectively. So from 4 to 13 is a span of four games. Four games. All of these teams are bunched up. And if you're a Hawks fan, you have to be excited of the opportunity of getting your guys back and playing your best basketball during the second half of the season. You know, you're gonna have to get healthy though. You're gonna have to get healthy and you're gonna have to need your you're gonna need your stars to be stars and you're gonna have to uh you know just just mesh quick on the run. You know, one thing that, that's getting lost in the sauce is the fact that none of these guys have played together. Like Trey and Bogey don't even have five game like maybe five or ten games together, you know. Uh and all these guys haven't played together as a unit all season. So um, yes, it is good that you're getting all of the guys back. However, um, there is going to be a meshing process that's going to have to happen very quick. So we're going to take another quick break on the other side. We're going to wrap things up with the final segment. We're going to look at the good, the bad, the ugly the player of the game and our fab five. We'll be right back. You listen to the Hawksbeat podcast episode 34 of season seven. What's up, folks? It's your boy Edo for the Hawks Beat Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawksbeat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent, and you will be entered into a drawing. 
Once we select a winner, uh, we'll partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. <laughs> it's free advertising. So look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hogsbeat Podcast, episode 34, season 7. It's your man, Ida, wrapping things up with a Hawks win tonight over the Miami Heat, pushing them to 15 and 20. Uh, the return of Bowie, the return of uh, Nate McMillan <laughs> to the sideline, or whatever you want to call it. But um, as we wrap things up, man, let's go ahead and get into the good the bad, and the ugly. So um, the good to me, the good to me was Trey Young in the fourth quarter. Trey Young in the fourth quarter. Again, the majority of teams go as their superstars go. Look at the Lakers. They're going to go as far as LeBron and AD take them. Um, You're going to go simply as your superstar leads. And if your superstar has a good game in the fourth quarter, a lot of times that's going to make the difference. Look at the 15 wins and look at the 20 losses, and I'm sure that you'll see a pattern of how your superstar played down the stretch. You know? Now, you know, that is putting a lot on Trey, but the simple fact is, like, when your superstar is good in the end, you win ball games. That That's what it is. So he was good tonight. He was special tonight in the fourth quarter, and you win the ball game. You know, let's see if they can do it again uh, tomorrow night in Orlando. The good, the bad, the bad for tonight for me was the turnovers. Um, Hawks had a grip of turnovers tonight. And it was crazy because you typically don't turn the ball over 23 times to seven and win a ball game by 14. Like, I don't really know how you <laughs> really don't know how you explain that. You have 23 turnovers to seven and you win the ball game by 14. I really can't explain it, but the turnovers were definitely a problem. The turnovers were definitely a problem. Uh, Trey with eight, Clint with five. Uh, who else had some more turnovers? Solomon Hill had three. Everybody got in on it, man. Everyone, everyone got in on a turnover game, <laughs> but. You cannot turn the ball over 23 times and expect to win a ball game. Typically, you got away with it tonight, but nah, you can't do that. The ugly, I thought the ugly was just the Miami Heat's execution. Outside of the third quarter, they looked they looked out of sync. They looked like they were just kind of content with just getting the split. It looked like they were content with just, hey, man, let's go ahead and get this All-Star weekend started. I don't know if these guys got trips booked or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, they played very uninspiring basketball tonight, man. I haven't seen 80 points scored in an NBA game in a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> Player of the game tonight. Oh, let me do the Fab Five. Let me do the Fab Five. Uh, the Fab Five is simple tonight, man. We're going to go with the starters tonight. We're going to go with the starters. All five starters in double figures tonight. Even though the bench did uh, step up and, and con- contribute. Um, all five starters in double figures tonight. We'll start with Tony Snell, 11 points. 
uh, he was the guy in that first quarter. You know, he didn't really do too much afterwards offensively. Thought his defense was pretty good. Thought his defense was pretty good. Okay. You know, at times I was like, okay, Tony, I see you out there, you know, moving your feet, sliding and slide. <laughs> so uh, I thought Tony Snow had played a good game. John Collins, 17 points in seven boards in limited time. You know, he played 26 minutes, but um, sitting out the fourth quarter and cheering on his teammates, that's big. Clint Capella, 10 points, 17 boards. I mean, he's just a demon on the boards. He is a demon on the boards. And I, I always say this almost every game. I never want to nitpick at Clint. But, man, he's still missing some of these bunnies. He's still missing some of these bunnies and and. and and shots near the rim, man. He he could be a a tremendous force even more. Like there's room for growth with Clint Capella, and that's kind of crazy to say. Uh, Kevin Herter, sixteen points, six of thirteen shooting tonight. Um, thought Herter was decent. Thought it was decent. I mean, Herter's gonna be what Herter's gonna be, you know. But you need him to make shots. You need him in double figures every single night. You don't need him having any game under fifteen points. Um, Trey came alive when he needed to come alive. He, he started slow, but he finished strong. And if that's what he's going to do, hey, all power to him. 18 points, 10 boards, no no problem with, um, you know. Of course, he had a couple heat checks in the fourth quarter. You know, Dominique's favorite <laughs> heat check. But uh, 18 points, 10 assists. Um, you want to see those turnovers get down. Eight, eight turnovers, a little bit high for my blood, but uh, you got the W, so. Salute to the starters, and the player of the game for me is Bogdan Bogdanovich. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go with Bogey. It was good to see him back. Only had five points, 15 minutes. Uh, He was a plus nine, but just his presence on that second unit, it makes a world of difference, a world of difference. No disrespect to Skylar Mays. Skylar had his... um, Skyler had his ups, he had his downs, he had his uh, he had his moments. But listen, if, if the minutes come down between Bogdan Bogdanovich and Skyler Mays, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Um, no burn tonight for the usual three, Bruno, Brandon, and Nathan. So that's kind of business as usual. I guess that's one thing that hasn't been <laughs> one thing that's not going to change. But it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, player of the game is bogey. Um, I did the five five and I did a good bad. So I guess we're I guess we're at the end, guys. So I guess we're at the end. One last thing, um, we're doing a mailbag podcast. Haven't figured out the date, but I'm I'm taking your questions now. So go ahead and hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram, however you connect with the show, and just uh, just send me send me a question, and uh, we're gonna answer our questions in our upcoming mailbag episode. So if you follow us on Reddit. You follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Hit us up, and we will try to answer as many questions as we can. So I think that is a wrap. I'm about to put a bow on this episode and uh, put it to bed. And uh, for those of you late night that are still up, check it out. For those of you that are waking up in the morning and say, hey, man, let me check out some Hawks content. I feel good. Let me go listen to a podcast because the the podcast numbers always increase when the Hawks get victory. So, you know, (laughs) I get it. I get it. But uh, we're about to get up out of here and uh, we're not going to do it before we do what we normally do, man. So uh, we got to say God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him. 
You need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.